Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the 87 Podcast, episode 5. It is your boy, the lovable asshole, Tone Atwater, back again for another week of good material. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. I'm going to let them introduce themselves as they always do. Miss Jazz. It's your boy, Ghost. Welcome to another episode, peoples. Welcome back. We outside. We in this thing. We outside with it, man. Um, as always, thanks to everybody that's been listening on Anchor. Thanks to everybody that's been listening on Spotify, listening on Google Podcasts, and all the other shits that I don't know how to get into. I appreciate that, man. I'm appreciating all the feedback. We all are appreciating all the feedback y'all giving us on the content. Keep listening. Keep asking questions and stuff like that, man, and, and, and giving us good feedback on the content, man. So how everybody doing tonight? How we feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. Uh, we want y'all to bear with us. We trying to upgrade our audio sound, so it may be a little fluctuated. But, hey, we trying to get better every day for y'all, trying to give y'all premium content. On the flip side, um, last week, man, that Casamigos hit me hard. After we Facts. Was, oh, boy. Facts. We drunk a whole fifth in that whole hour Ooh. and a half, man. And, uh, oh, we still on the Casamigos. We, we still on the Casamigos. We just slowing down. He's slowing down on it. But, sponsor, um, sponsor, well, sponsor. Well, I lost the bet, so. Oh, yeah. You know, last episode. <laughs> last episode, Jazz uh, bet on, on Team Durant, and they uh, they lost. So, she took her two shots prior to the episode. We probably should have got it on stream, but it is what it is. You know, she had she had to take that L. That's what she get for betting against, you know, Brian Brian. But, you know, it's, it's all good. And we know he loved Brian Brian. It's my guy, man. You know, it's my guy. Oh, you got to relax, my <laughs> man. Sheesh. You got to relax. Relax. I mean, I fuck with Brian because he on my Lakers. I was, I'm not gonna say I was the biggest Brian fan before he became a Laker. I respected his game, but I mean, now he on the Lake Show. I've been a Laker fan my whole life, so let's go. And right now, they losing to fucking Indiana, but that's neither here nor there. I, I just want to say for the record, uh, go Kyrie Irving. Um, oh, y'all hear this guy? Go Kyrie Irving. Salute to um all the walking sticks out there for everybody with a walking stick like Kyrie. Salute to that man, man. Great, great dude, man. Kyrie hater. Never. Kyrie hater. Never, man. What's 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 on the docket today? What what we getting into, man? What we talking about? So here recently, we just passed the uh, anniversary of us being on punishment for the last year, aka the pandemic anniversary. Sheesh. We've been um, we've been tied in for a year now, y'all. So it's been a year since really the ball really dropped. Everybody kind of knew something was on the horizon. You know, if you were paying attention to the news, it was happening in China first. But that's when it came to the um, to United States where we could uh, we could really we could really feel it. You know, NBA stopped. You know, we're more so a, a sports podcast. Um, we went on lockdown here in Michigan. I don't know about when other states officially started, but mm-hmm. I think by now, you know, it was almost a shelter-in-place type of thing, like we were at war. Facts. Uh, so how was everyone's, you know, pandemic, quarantine, however you want to, you know, slay it over the past 365-ish days? Nigga, remember we was, like, standing brooms up and, like, eating chicken sandwiches, and then, like, shit was closed. Like, the whole motherfucking world. Pandemic affected me to the point, nigga, I got braids. Nigga, I done had a taper or a fade my whole entire life. Now I'm walking around this bitch looking like Easy A 
with, mother, <laughs> with motherfucking braids in my hair. So I say personally, the pandemic, um, being in the house and shit like that, being with your partner in the house 24-7, if, if, you, if you have one. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all might have had palm oil or whatever the case may be. I mean, your partner could be your genitalia, but go ahead. But it, would your hand be the provider? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking shit. But I think um, the thing I learned the most, man, is um, the importance of, of your mental health. Because I know it definitely affected a lot of people. It's going to affect, like, the kids, man. Like, high school kids. A lot of people just starting high school, in the midst of high school. You know, that took them away from being, like, you know, social. Of course, you can be social with phones and social media and things like that. But that face-to-face contact and that connection is something that really, I don't think, can be replaced. It also gave people a lot of time to reflect and maybe sit back and say, okay, I'm not getting no money right now. You know, business is down. How do I get to a bag? What do I do to, you know what I'm saying, better myself, better my better my account, get get my money right, you know, shit like that. And like I was saying, for me personally, man, it, um, I think from this pandemic, um, the podcast, which I've been sitting on for a while, really, you know, came back, back to life with me, man. You know, it gave me a lot of time to sit and think, like, is this something I really want to, you know, try to focus on and do and pursue? Or is this just something, you know, just a dream or a whim that I'm just going to let, you know, go by? So I definitely think um, it made me a little a little hungrier to you know try to get this thing going and get it get it going with people who really want to fuck with it you know and support it. So that's what I think the pandemic did to me. Besides you know, give me braids. <laughs> Jazz, how was it for you? I ain't gonna lie, the pandemic was pretty regular for me. I usually don't fuck with people. I ain't really <laughs> fucking with people. Um, I might have made a little bit more money, but talk about it, Queen. It was basically for me. I still was going wherever the fuck I wanted to go. Okay. I was going wherever the fuck I wanted to do. I okay. ain't getting no fucking vaccines. Okay. I ain't quarantined. All right. Sorry, y'all, but I didn't. I didn't see my grandma though. But we, she got an iPhone now, so we Facetime a little bit. Raw dog in the area. That's what I basically got from I that. Mean, we raw dog in these niggas, and I have a raw raw dog there. Sheesh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um. So for me personally, wow. uh, I really relate to what Tone just said about the mental health. You don't realize how much you need human interaction mm-hmm. until you don't have it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm an introvert. I don't fuck with people, this and that. But they were the same ones on Instagram. Like, oh, I've been looking at these same walls for the last five, six days. Wasn't me. <laughs> Wasn't me either. As <laughs> uh, long as I had internet connection and Call of Duty, I was good. We had some good also, nights on the PS5. Because also, on the flip side, Warzone anniversary just passed as well. So I hopped on Warzone. I interacted with some of the people that were really close to me on random ass hours because people's sleep schedules were terrible through the whole whole quarantine. What up, Weez? I uh, honestly, for myself, my sleep schedule is just starting to normalize. That's because things are starting to open up. You, You know, your errands are starting to be ran more frequently because those businesses that you were, you know, visiting or... Or, or partaking in, you know, just not opening up. Um, but as far as the legitimacy of the whole quarantine, I don't know if I agree with that we had to be on lockdown for as long as we were mm-hmm. here in Michigan. Uh, I think I took I took the virus seriously. Right. To this day, I still wear masks no matter where I go. Um, I 
my hygiene was at least good what I thought. You know, I, I used to wash my hands frequently. So every time I leave and or return home, the first thing I do is wash my hands. Right. And why and not to cut you off, but a lot of y'all niggas, it took a pandemic for you dirty ass niggas to wash y'all hands. Yeah, that that's shit crazy. that shit crazy. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna throw any particular ethnicity or nationality under the bus, but I used to work with certain ethnicities and nationalities who did not wash their hands, man. It was really ridiculous. So, you know, the quarantine for me was uh, a time to sit back and learn myself, learn others. And really for me, I, I did a lot of DIY at, at my house, man. I, I did a lot. I mean, a lot. So I enjoyed it. Uh, my financial position increased. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I learned the markets through and through. Mm-hmm. I learned when and where to invest money and how. I learned a lot of um, strategic things as far as how money can work for you instead of you working for it. Right. So that's just my take on it. Yeah. And with, you know, of course, with the pandemic came the first STEMI. Yep. From Donald J. Trump. I won't call him our former prez. I'll just call him Donald J. Trump. You know, got that hot 12. Made made a lot of you niggas hundred thousandaires and millionaires. And, you know, I seen money sleeves and increase in buffs. And I mean, if you invested it into certain stocks when we received it, you probably quadrupled your money at yeah. the very least. I'm not going to say what stocks and how. If you did, you know, you know. If not, I will say hit me up on Instagram. If y'all know my Instagram, it is the <laughs> 87 Podcast. I may or may not respond, but. Right. Um, he responds. You <laughs> know, the first STEMI, did people, some people justice, other people really needed it. First STEMI was 1200 right? Yeah. yeah. I ain't going to lie, everything became, uh, even if I didn't need it, I needed it. I Thanks. feel you. I need, all, I need all free cheese. All free cheese. Then the second STEMI came up. A lot later in the year. I think it was a little tardy. I ain't get that. I don't think I got it either. I received it. Right. Um, Fuck is up with that shit. Though. I mean, hey, listen, I'm not going to say you were here or there why you did or did not. I received mine. We're going to move on. I need but this si- third one, though. I need my 600, bro. Thanks. I mean, again, <laughs> we need all free cheese. But this third one, what are y'all going to do with your semi if you care to share? Jazz, you want to go first? You don't know. I see the puzzle all on your face. I really don't. I mean. I mean, if you're going to pay bills, you're going to pay bills, bro. That's fine. I don't even know if it's, it's really pay bills. I think I want to invest more into this. But also, with that first STEMI. This being the 87 podcast. Facts. With that first STEMI, I ain't going to lie. I got that bitch. I was like, nigga, I want some shoes. Like, you know, on some nigga shit. Like. I already had bread, so I'm like, that shit was just extra. Ooh, I'm my like, man's up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, you know, I can splurge a little bit. I'm I'm ahead on shit. You know, I'm good. I think with this with this STEMI, I mean, as long as they don't bullshit me like they did on my six, you know, with this 14, I want to make that 14 make some more money for me. Like, I got to make it make some more money for me. So I'm going to put a little bit up, let that gain some interest on it, and then take, you know, a larger portion Put it into the podcast, and then also, you know, put it in investments and try to make it make some money for me. My That's whole, what I'm gonna do. Oh, my bad. You good? 
my whole thing is going to meditative for because I fucked up my shit a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and it's going back so I can build my shit back up. I ain't even going to lie. The whole thing is going right back to meditative. That's real. So, me personally, I mean, I can't do a whole lot for 1400 I'm probably going to Ooh. put majority of it into the to the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to invest the other remaining balance into the podcast as I've just been notified that I'm now an official co-host. Facts. So, we got to get our, our shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm going to invest it into that because I think the podcast is in an incubator period and I think it's going to grow, it's going to manifest and we're going to keep getting bigger and bitter, bigger. So, we got to stay in front of the improvement whether it's audio, whether it's visual. Y'all still won't know what the hell I look like. Um, <laughs> I'll still be ghost. But, you know, just, just bring you guys better content each and every episode is what we're trying to do. Y'all better jump on that wave now. Um, but hold on. I, I know I said I can't do a lot. So, as far as the markets go, um, I need more than 1400 to make a substantial, a substantial impact mm-hmm. as far as my portfolio goes because I've been doing this for a while. But again, I told y'all I won't get on here and get on no soapbox about what you should and shouldn't do. But if you've been watching the markets since the last episode, a lot of things went on sale. If you've been paying attention. Right. Um, so I'm going to put this in you guys' mind again. Pay attention to the markets. You don't necessarily have to invest your money, but there's a thing called peaks and valleys for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not going to tell you what to invest in and when. But there are valleys for a reason. A valley means things are going to go up. And last week was an entire valley. You know, if you have a Robinhood account, you can invest fucking $5 and see what your $5 does. If it goes up 5%, that's a gain. Are we still fucking with Robinhood after the shit with GameStop and all that? I mean, do you have a lot of options? So here's 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 my take. <laughs> on it. Here's my no take lie. on it. Here's my take on it. Commission free uh-huh. is a hell of a thing, right? Especially if you have a smaller account. Yeah. Right. If you are into fifty thousand and above, you can pay a small commission fee because you have the money to, you know, to to accept those that small loss as far as the gain you're going to get on whatever your investment. Right. Is, right. Right. I mean, there are other accounts, and I'm not going to say because I don't want to seem like I'm backing anybody, but there are other accounts that have small commission fees that are just as good as Robinhood as far as far as the variety. Because Robinhood has a smaller variety compared to the, the, the larger brokers, mm-hmm. right? The larger brokers are larger because they charge a commission and they can afford to carry the entire portfolio as, as, as the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, you know, even some of the brokers have overseas options as far as, you know, the European, the Japanese, you know, I just don't want to let you guys know that there's not just the New York Stock Exchange. Every large economy has its own exchange. Mm-hmm. So Australia has its own. China has its own. And China really doesn't fuck with anybody else. Like, they have their own, like, their own. And China is actually... The second, I don't want to misspeak, but the second largest exchange because their economy is right behind ours, right? So, for smaller accounts, I would say just stick with Robinhood. I mean, what they did was some bullshit. 
And when he went on Capitol Hill, he had to, you know, answer for it. And he gave some bullshit ass excuse. Of course. And there's really not much they could do because technically what he did was legal. Mm-hmm. You know, they were protecting themselves as far as and their investors as far as black and white is concerned. Right. They did some bullshit. Let's just call a spade a spade. Facts. You know, Big facts. They did some bullshit. And we're going we gonna to keep it moving. But I wouldn't, if you have necessarily, let's say, for example, 10000 or more dollars in Robinhood, I wouldn't liquidate because you're gonna char- they're going to charge you a fee and to roll it over to your new, your new broker. And then for you to invest henceforth, you're going to have to pay a commission on each one of those buys. And you're not going to be used to it. And you're not, you may get better spreads as far as what you buy in at. Uh-huh. But that commission is going to be the difference between what you were buying in at with a new broker and what you were buying in at with Robinhood with no commission. So it's going to kind of balance out, balance itself out. Um, but Robinhood for a lot of who, and I don't want to call you guys ignorant or novice or anything, but for probably a lot of our listeners, mm-hmm. is the best route because it's simple. The interface is really clean cut. It's buy, sell. That simple, and they tell you exactly how much you've made mm-hmm. today, and how much your total return is on, you know, if it's over seven week, I mean seven days for for your weekly return, your monthly return, your three quarters. The dividends is really drawn out. I mean, really clean cut. So, so Robinhood is the best for early onset investors. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't, I would not liquidate if I was. It's a good tool. It's a good tool for starting. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, once you become more more experience and you gain more knowledge and you understand every aspect of it, then I would recommend you rolling over into one of the more, um, for lack of a better term, more intricate uh, brokers because they allow you to do more with your money. Mm-hmm. But as far as Robinhood is concerned, man, I've seen people's Robinhood accounts go up four or 500% since the pandemic started because they got in at the right time. So. Big cheese. Big cheese, and but remember, you still have to pay money on those gains if you sell. Facts. So long term, let them bitches ride. And also remember, if you're complaining about investments and putting your money into something because you don't know or to trust it, just remember, if you broke, just say that. No, you you got some dollars. Go ahead and invest it. Right. No, I'm not even gonna say to broke. You just say that. I'm gonna say if you're scared to invest your money. Scared money don't make money. Scared Facts. money doesn't make money for sure, but really, there there are a lot of free resources. A lot. Just take some time out. Just like y'all take time out to find the makeup tutorials. Just like y'all take time out to find OnlyFans. I definitely invest some time in that. Um, <laughs> but no, just take some time out, man. Like any time, any time you take time and invest your time into something, it's gonna pay out tenfold you invest your time into it it's going to pay you for it your time is every, your time is more valuable than the money you're making period that's why a lot of people i'm not gonna say who don't work yeah because they value their time more than they value the money they can make at whoever institution so so this this stemmy that that bill was 1.9 trillion trillion dollars man sheesh Sheesh. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of motherfucking money. And if you money. think about it, I think the one that Donald Trump passed in December 
was six six or eight hundred billion. And then the first one they passed in the beginning of the pandemic, well, it was real in the earlier stages, was like one point two trillion. So now, again, if you're an investor, you have to realize that all of this money that's being pumped into the economy is going to have some type of effect on the inflation. Mm-hmm. So you need to play that however, whether you're going long or you're going short. If you're going to ride the wave, you go long. If you think, hey, inflation going to hit and everybody's going to get scared, you go short. I'm not going to tell you which way to go, but those are your two options. And look up what long and short mean, people. I'm going to keep giving y'all hints because y'all, I'm going to pique you somebody's interest. Well, if it's one person, there's one more person I can get rich out here if they just take what I say and snowball. That's right. So, with as we've talked about, you know, being a year since the quarantine, the pandemic, the stimulus hitting, you know, a hot topic now, vaccines. I know several people who've gotten the vaccine who felt, you know, real good after getting it, felt like that was the best decision, um, excuse me, decision for them and for their family. So now we're in a, you know, stage like we don't know if it's going to be mandated that you have to um, get the vaccine. I mean, I feel like it's it's on the way for that to be mandated that you have to get the vaccine. But it's, um, how do we feel about the, um, how do we feel about getting the vaccine? Are we getting the vaccine? What do, what do we think about it? Is it too soon to really know the cause and effect of it? Because, I mean, it seemed like they, they put that vaccine together real fast. And I was three different companies with the vaccine. It was like, how, how do we trust it? Like, where do we go with it? I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. I'm, I'm, I can't say that I'm never going to get it, but as of right now, I'm not getting it. Um, I'm not saying that I'm watching to see what everybody's going to do to see everyone's reaction to it, but as of right now, I'm not getting it. I'm just not not comfortable getting it. I'm not doing it. What do you think would get you to um, feeling comfortable to get it? They tell me I can go out the country without it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only. That's, that's the only reason. It. So if you can't travel, you you're getting it. You're gonna shoot me up. So me personally, um, my age, we probably are a long way away from being approved for the vaccine because we're at the lower risk level, according to the CDC and all the scientists. Well, I can get it. Well, whatever your profession <laughs> is, your profession has a lot to do with it. Um, so there, my job is not. I'm going to say that. On the flip side, I'm not in a rush to get it. Mm -hmm. My interaction with the public is minimal at best. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't trust the fact that it's taken them... Two days. Five, three months, four or five months, maybe? Two days. X amount of months. I'm not going to say when they started and when when they finished. But this has been a speedy, speedy expedited there are so many adjectives that can describe mm-hmm. how fast they came up with this vaccine and, and there are diseases that have been around that precede my birthday and we still get colds y'all ain't cured the common cold well that's i mean we're not going to get into the time but that's yeah. because it's the common cold mutates yeah. every time just like the flu yeah just like pneumonia just like covid is going to mutate mm-hmm. i mean since they Dang. put it out, how many times has it mutated since, you know, there's been a South Africa mutation, there's been a UK mutation. It's going to keep, 
COVID is going to be just like the common cold right. to me, right? It's just how we decide to live with it is how I'm feeling, right? But me personally, my my day-to-day public interaction is minimal, and I plan to keep it that way for a while. Like, if I fuck with you, I'm pulling up on you. If I know you reckless on how you interact with other, I'm going to probably keep my contact with you minimal. It's going to be virtual, whether it's a phone call, whether it's FaceTime, Banks. whether it's text. Sheesh. Oh, man, dang, man he be dropping that bus on people, man. If, 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 if you don't repeat me saying this, that means you ain't listening to the podcast. That's why I said yeah, that. He man. definitely be dropping that bus on him. But anyway, like, <laughs> I don't plan on getting it in the near future. Um, my main thing is I need to see how they're going to do with these kids. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, young toddlers into infant stage immune system is quote unquote really strong. Right. But on the flip side, is really vulnerable because mm-hmm. they haven't been exposed to as much. Right. right? right. So their immune system can't build up to it. So how are you going to combat that, right? So when they decide that it's good enough for kids, I'm going to take mine first before I decide I'm going to give it to my offspring. That's a good reason. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm just going to keep my kids' interaction as long as I can keep my my kids my kid that is in that schooling age mm-hmm. away from others. I'm going to do that, and I just reinforce it when he's offline, like when it's not in between school hours. He has to do coding. He has to do extra math. He has to do extra science because that's what I think is important, you know. And it's really about what you're comfortable with. I know a lot of people who don't get their kids vaccinated at all. Well, mm-hmm. not a lot. I know some people they get they don't get their kids vaccinated at all because they don't believe that it's necessary. So with this, I just think it's rushed, and I'm not comfortable with it. So I'm on the the passive side as far as receiving the vaccine. I know multiple family members that are in my immediate family that have gotten it, no um, side effects as far as, you know, the from the shot. Mm-hmm. Have they become, Have they come in contact with somebody who had COVID and this, their immune system is re- resilient because of the vaccine? I don't know. Right. You know, they don't know either. So that's not reinforcing my, oh, I'm going to get it or I'm not going to get it. It's just... Shit, you've been cautious for the last 365 plus days. Maybe you're still that cautious, the reason you're not encountering somebody that has COVID. Or maybe it is the vaccine. I can't tell. So I'm just going to stay away from that shit, for real. I look at it like this, man, and that's all I'm going to say. And it it might sound crazy to people, but they found and created a vaccine in quicker time than it took to find Osama bin Laden. They've created a vaccine and distributed it to people, and we still don't know who killed Tupac and Biggie 20-something years later. So, I mean, but we know who killed George Floyd, and he ain't in jail either, so. Right. We know who killed Tupac and Biggie. And they tried to give him, <laughs> they given the family, or they settled the civil suit today for $27 million. 27 M's. So let me say this. So here's a question for y'all. This is totally outside of uh, what our agenda is. They just put a price on that man's life. Facts. Can you put a price on human life? No. If they're already gone. If they're already gone. If they're already gone, you're going to have to pay me something. I mean, what else can I get out of it? Something. What else can I get out of it? Justice. What's justice? Those accused parties 
for clearly on tape being put away. What does that do for you? I mean, for some, it might give them more of a sense of peace than, you know, money. Mm-hmm. Money money doesn't always equal happiness. Cause Somebody in jail killed your loved one. Them being in jail does not do anything for you emotionally, mentally. We can't say that, though. I mean, I can. I mean, yeah, that's that's you, and that's... I mean, she can only speak for her, but right. go ahead. Yeah, I can say from my experience that that shit don't mean nothing. Right. I mean, the money don't make you feel no better either, but, I mean, I'm getting something. Does... You being behind bars don't, don't help me with nothing. So you would rather receive... I mean, I would rather receive both. I would rather get yeah. a settlement and because... I mean, I'd rather see him dead, to be truthfully honest. Yeah, I mean... I'm not opposed to that or mad at that. My my thing is, for that family, all they've been through, for it to be so so well publicized, you know, y'all basically saying his life was worth $27 million. His life wasn't worth the people that, that caused his death to be put away to die in jail. Because he not. That's what I'm saying. So that $27 million is going to give them a little bit of, you know, relief, but... I mean, nothing's going to bring George Floyd back. Nothing. So, you know, $27 million, that's cool. Trust me, that's cool. But those pe- those um, officers are still basically getting away with that. They're not being prosecuted. They're not being... Well, they're going to get away with it anyway, whether they gave you something or not. And that's what's fucked up. Here, so take gonna, this. You going to take it or not? So you're saying that there is a price on, on life? No, I'm saying that either way it go, those officers... We're not going to get what you think that they deserve. Mm. No matter what, regardless. So, regardless. You, if you thought that they were going to get something, you, you, you're you a fool. Mm-hmm. So, would you, you want nothing or you want something? Depends on what you value. Well, you're going to get nothing. Right. I mean, they may rather have, I mean, they're going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. We've seen the outpour of support. Um, I believe Kyrie bought their family a house. Um, Steven Jackson, who was very close to George Floyd, has did a lot, you know, so I feel like they were going to be well taken care of for the rest of their lives, the family, but it's like, you know, seeing the officers be prosecuted and put away in jail might have brung a sense of calm and maybe also getting the $27 million in the civil lawsuit. So you're saying they should have had both? Yes. So, but the question is, it still would have been a price for that person's life, right? Right. I mean, I don't, I don't personally think you could put a price on anyone's life. I'm sure there's people that that do think that, but how can you tell me my life is worth a hundred thousand dollars? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven million. million. Right. Like that's a hell of an odd number to I just put on my life. Price is twenty-seven. The price of your life is twenty-seven. Of his life is twenty-seven million dollars, but his life is already gone. Right. So you was gonna get nothing. Right. But the price of losing his life is these cops get to. Maybe not have their job, but they get to live their life scot free, not being prosecuted, not being put on, tr- not being, you know, reprimanded and, and getting what they deserve. Instead, here, take this twenty-seven million dollars. Nothing is going to happen to those cops. They basically got away with it, and we're giving you hush money here. We feel bad money. Yeah, they was never going to get away with it. They was never going to get prosecuted like that. See, so I mean, it's. But the question was, is there a price on a person's life? It, dep- it depends on the situation, as I always say. It depends uh-huh. on the situation. But the life is already gone. Right. 
So technically, no, it's not a price of my person's life. Your life is already gone. So you're going to get something or you're going to get nothing. Yeah. You wasn't about to get that prosecution if you got this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fucked up about the whole situation that continues to be a fucked up part of this whole country. It's like, I can kneel on your neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And, and kill you intentionally. Kill you. And there's no uproar until we get mad about the situation. Y'all don't give a fuck about it until we get to tearing shit up. And it's like, clearly, the situation is bad. It's not right. And it's just ridiculous at this point that it's still so many situations that have to be filmed for people to understand we're, we're an oppressed race. It can like, be filmed and they still don't mean nothing. Right. Them. It can be filmed and they still not locked up. No. Go ahead, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, what does, what does them being locked up give you? I mean, me personally, I'm not going to feel the same way as the family, so I can't really speak on it. For that, but if it if it was my situation, my family, it would probably give me a sense of I don't wanna even want to say relief. Like I mean, I guess relief. Like okay, these guys are are paying for what they did in some form or fashion. The money is cool, but now you can't live your life freely how you want to live. And it's been a lot of people that have killed people of color and just been able to just walk away freely, keep their jobs, do what the fuck they want to do. Right, but if you do that and get prosecuted and now you have to die in jail, it's not going to bring back who I lost life, but it's taken away from the life that you were going to lead all happy and cool. You don't get to be with your family. I lost my family member because of your bullshit, so now you get to spend the rest of your life away from your family. So $27 million is great. Nothing's going to replace my family member, but you not being able to live your life Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've never been to prison, so don't quote me. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that've been to prison that keep going back. So I, I don't think it's as bad as we think it is. <laughs> so. So here, here's my take on it, and I feel like you both are saying the same thing, just in two different ways, right? She's saying, um, my family member isn't coming back. Right, so mm-hmm. I might as well take this money because if I don't, I'm getting nothing. Right, right, and that's her justification, or not justification is probably the wrong word. That's her um, peace, for lack of a better term. That that's how she's coming to terms with things, right? And you're saying I would rather you not be able to live your life. That's how my peace is coming. That's how my justification is is, is coming, mm-hmm. right? And I think. Both of you are right, right? Um, when you s- file a civil case, and I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure I was giving the, the correct facts. When you file a civil case, and this is kind of what I was what I was thinking, you're looking for some type of recovery, mm. right? Whether I file a civil case because someone was wrongfully killed, because someone was wrongfully prosecuted, because someone was wrongfully anything, I'm looking for some form of recovery, period. So, in hindsight, when you go into a criminal, it's the government. The government is determining what is right or wrong. The government is saying, did they break what our X, Y, and Z is? If they did not, there's nothing we can do. Period. So, 
Do I think $27 million was enough for the Floyd family? I cannot say. Would I expect more? Probably, especially for the way that the man was executed, because that's how I felt he was. He was executed. He wasn't killed. He wasn't. Lent. He was executed mm-hmm. on camera in front of the nation. Agreed. So $27 million was not enough. Was it the most that Minnesota, I mean, not Minnesota, um, Wisconsin, where's Wisconsin? Minnesota. No, Minnesota was, was, has paid out? Probably. Was it enough? Absolutely not. But guess what that's saying? Min- Minnesota is saying we were wrong. Yeah. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, that's definitely what they're saying. But, but, they the, wrong, but, but guess what the law is saying? Fuck you. But guess what the law was, wasn't written for? And guess who us is? Black people. George Floyd. George Floyd was us. Yep. Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. Breonna Taylor. It, it, and the list can go on. If you travel, I mean, and I hate, I hate this place. I hate it. I hate it. And people are gonna be like, "What?" Yeah. I hate Washington D.C. Mm. Washington D.C. is a constant reminder of where we came from. All of the buildings. Look like old ass plantation buildings, hmm. but if you go to Black Lives Matter Plaza, mm-hmm. it'll show you what the hell we're fighting for. Like that one block, and it's not a whole street, it's not a whole fucking monument, it's not um, Martin Luther King monument. And I, I implore a lot of people to go visit Martin Luther King's monument because this is amazing. It's a life size; it's bigger than life. I mean, I think it's probably 40, 50 feet in the air mm. of Martin Luther King standing in a very demeaning, very masculine, very strong pose. So if you travel, at least visit Washington, D.C. for Black Lives Matter, for the the Martin Luther King Monument. But if you go and sightsee, you're going to see what our country was really built on. It was built on the, the backs of our ancestors. And if you are not of our ethnicity and you feel some type of way about what I'm saying, do your research, man. It was built. All of the main buildings, including the White House, including the Capitol building, including the Library of Congress, they all look like old plantation-style buildings, which is why I hate the city. I love that it's quote-unquote Chocolate City, but I really think it's, it's really Detroit. I love that it's considered Chocolate City. There are a lot of beautiful black people there and a lot of beautiful black established people there. Shout out to the highest office in the land held by a black person, uh, Kamala Harris. But it's just a constant reminder of what the fuck we had to go through to get, I'll say, 35, 65 as far as equality goes. We've had to fight and fight and claw and scream, and sometimes kill for this for this thirty five percent. I don't even know if we get respect yet. We don't get respect yet. No. no, because if we got respect, he wouldn't have been executed. And he is George Floyd. I'm not gonna not say his name because we need to remind people of what the hell we've had to go through for just a stitch of the rest of the world to realize. And still are going through. What we what we're going through, what we've been screaming about, and that's going to take us to our next topic. 
so for my gamers, you guys know what Twitch is. Twitch is a platform where you're allowed to stream your gaming content, right? Live as you're playing it. Well, we all know real gamers. It's a little delay, but for all intents and purposes, as you're playing it, people can watch you, can commentate on you, can interact with you while you're playing, while you're experiencing the game live. So Miami Heat forward slash center, Miles Leonard, while he was streaming on Twitch, said a racial slur. And no, people, it wasn't the N-word. He wasn't talking to us. Nope, not this time. He was talking to a different community. And boy, oh boy, were they pissed about it. And here at the 87 Podcast, we honestly sat here long and hard and thought about how we wanted to take a stand on this particular racial slur that he he uttered, right? So he uttered a racial slur that pissed a lot of people off. And those lot of people so happened to be in a position of power, like real power, like mm-hmm. could snatch his whole career with a phone call, right? Big old facts. And I'm not going to say what the word was. You can type in Miles Leonard, racial slur, and see what the hell we're talking about. But the position I want to take, and we can take different positions and different questions, and I'm more than happy to answer that. Jeremy Lin is taking a position, too, as far as they're tired of all of the hate and, and, and rhetoric that they're receiving as far as people saying, that, you know, calling them coronavirus and go back to where you've come from. So I want to say this. Do you feel for these other ethnicities? And this is going to be a real, real topic, right? Do you feel for these other ethnicities that are feeling some type of way about the racial and ethnic unequal, inequality and discrimination that they're experiencing here in the last calendar year. Because me personally, I don't, and I'll hint on why I don't after I get your responses. So, do you do you feel for for their inequality that they're that they're experiencing right now? Okay, so not the inequality, maybe the discrimination that they're experiencing. Do you feel for it? No. I don't. Um, no. Why not? I don't. Maybe I don't see it. Like, I don't. I don't see. I, I don't see it. You don't see the inequality that they're experiencing? I don't feel. I don't you see, don't the, see discrimination the discrimination that they're Okay, you don't physically see it like yeah. yourself. You don't. You haven't experienced it. Yeah. Okay. So you. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. What about you, Wally? I mean, I don't think it's cool. I mean, I don't feel like any anybody should be discriminated against and stuff like that. And I mean, we deal with it. Been dealing with it for over four hundred years, and you know, still can deal with it on a daily basis to the point we can't get jobs, we can't get housing, we can't get loans because of the color of our skin and then we're looked at as, you know, that's just another nigga or that's a thug or, you know, this, that, and the third, whoop-de-woo. What Myers Leonard said to that community, and like you said, they're in a position of power. They're in a position of power in the NBA. They're in a position of power in Hollywood. You know, when you do certain things or say certain things, they're 
X your ass out of there. Like, you'll just be gone. And, I mean, he got a $50,000 fine and, um, like, basically a suspension for a week away from the team. Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, received an $100,000 fine. And I'm not sure if it was a sp- suspension, but he received an $100,000 fine for calling the referee um, a faggot. A faggot. So for Myers Leonard to utter that word while playing on the um, on the game to the Jewish community, I didn't know the origin of the word until right before the podcast. So I wanted to make sure I was knowledgeable of, of the word and the meaning and how how um, Jewish people in the Jewish community, you know, feel about the word and why it was such a demeaning of racial slur. And you know, from reading up on it, I can understand it. Myers Leonard was the same guy who didn't kneel during the bubble. He stood. Once again, his choice, but again, even in solidarity, you know, his reasoning was kind of, you know, uh, that's your reason. You free to feel that way. But then to see that happen with the community is kind of like, yo, I don't understand. Um, clearly, I, f- I, feel like, I feel like he's probably said the N-word about – Black people, like, and you could play with a bunch of black teammates and still, you know, feel that way. So, I mean, you got to kind of look at Myers Leonard character now. You know, he looking funny in the light. With Jeremy Lin, I mean, since he's been in the NBA, he's been an underdog, and he's been, you know, subject to people questioning his game and his skill level. And then to go to the G League, you know, especially with the coronavirus and all that's going on, telling him to go back home and calling him the coronavirus and this and that. I mean, I feel for him in a way, but it's something that we deal with all the time and are going to continue to deal with no matter what the situation, no matter how much money we have, no matter how how many positions of power we in, the stature. So, I mean, I feel for him in a little way, but, I mean, you know, welcome to our world. Welcome to what we deal with on a daily basis and for years and years. Yeah, but, like, I understand that that's offensive and I understand that it was disrespectful, so I'm not condoning that. But I just, just to, to go back to the original question, no, I don't see it. I don't see mm-hmm. the the discrimination, but that was, yes, I do agree that that was very disrespectful and offensive. That's like calling calling us the word we don't want to be called, calling the Spanish people the words they don't want to be called, Jewish people the words they don't call for every for everybody's time in history where they went through some form of disrespect in their culture. But, um, like I said, no, I still don't see the discrimination that goes towards the, the original question. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, I'm a gamer, right? I was on Twitch at the time that the said incident happened, right? And I wasn't watching Miles Leonard at all. But the streamer that I was watching, chat blew up when he said it. Like, have you got? Have you seen what he said? He just uttered a racial slur, right? Like, okay, he uttered a racial slur. Which one was it, right? Because right. It's a lot obviously, of them. obviously, if it was the one that hits close to home for me, which is nigga, I'm on his ass. <laughs> Period. Because there was a a streamer who was a strictly a streamer. He's not an NBA player that streams. He's not a rapper that streams. He's a streamer. Said the N word. Uh-huh. And we drug his ass, <laughs> like, drug his ass. 
Did he get reprimanded for it? No. Why? Because it's us. Mm-hmm. And I hate to get on the same soapbox, man. But at the end of the day, if it's us, it's almost, I, honestly, I feel like they feel like they used to that shit. Right. Right? We've been down this road before. They say we, it to each other. We, no, no. It's not even that. We got the template on what we can tell these niggas. And they're going to feel all right about it. I have friends. I, that's not in my vocabulary. I really didn't mean it. All of these things, that's what they say. And us, the majority of us, be like, mm-hmm. oh, full neck or apologist, whether we really mean it. No, we need to start holding a lot of these brands, people accountable. And it goes back to what I said last week. If we all man together, they really going to see how powerful we are. Because I'm going to tell you this, and I don't want to feel like I'm on my Malcolm X, whatever, but they're becoming a minority, and they're scared. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not becoming the majority by ourselves. The Spanish are not, or Latino, I'm sorry. They're not becoming the majority by themselves. The Asian are not becoming the majority by themselves. But us collectively mm-hmm. are becoming the majority together. And they know that. They ha- they've had this position of power for so long. They're threatened. All of them are not bad. I 100% agree all of them are not bad. But the ones that are, feel threatened. And you should because we are not our ancestors. And I have a shirt, and I wholeheartedly agree. I'm not my ancestors. I will not agree to be spit on. I will not not look you in your face. Nope. I will not cross the street because I'm walking on the same side as you. I will not pipe down my opinion. I will not demasculinize myself. Shut up and dribble. Any of that. Any of that. And I personally will die by that. Because I know for a fact that me standing on that will at least affect two people and those are my kids. Mm-hmm. They know exactly when and where and how and why their father perished. Because he was standing on his own too, what he believed in. Period. That's real. So, do I empathize with them? Yes, because I don't want them saying the same bullshit, derogatory, racial slur that we don't like. But I will say, you finally feel what the hell we've been screaming for the last 400 years. Screaming it. Screaming it. Dying in the street about it. Getting arrested about it. Publicizing on social media. Y- y'all starting to see now, right? And this is not just an America thing. This is a global thing. They're experiencing it in Europe. They even experiencing it in fucking Africa. You know? Like, apartheid happened in South Africa. You know? Just do your research, people, man. They, We honestly are trendsetters in every aspect of everything. Whether it's social justice, whether it's fashion culture, whether it's anything. It's it's been us. And they know we've been pioneers of so much that they just they just steal it and, and put their name on it. It don't move without us. Period. And I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it. It don't move without us. Don't never forget that. We are the culture. They need us. Facts. So moving on right along, um and we got we got the chef project here. 
Shout out to the Chef Project for the one time. Man, that food was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Shout out to them tacos. Them tacos was, they almost didn't make the podcast happen today, yo. That's big facts. That, that is big facts. That shit was crazy. Man, <laughs> they, they almost put us down, y'all. Like, if it wasn't for this Casamigos, I probably wouldn't be talking. Y'all would have been getting episode five in like two weeks. Facts. That's real. So, we posed an IG story question, and um, we're going to need y'all to start tapping in with the 87 podcast and get up in the, on these topics. We're going to post multiple questions, multiple this or that, multiple everything, just to get y'all feedback and, and what y'all feel like, and then we'll discuss what the results were. Mm-hmm. So there was an IG story posted, right? And it says, if you aren't part of the solution, are you part of the problem? And there were an overwhelming majority that says yes. And I'm not going to put any particular situation to it, but there was one in mind that I was thinking of when I posed this particular question. On the podcast, mm-hmm. right? If you aren't part of the solution, are you part of the problem? What do you think? Um, I feel like I feel like you are because, and, and it's basically situational. Like, if you're not trying to find a solution, whether it's with you know somebody you dating or with you know a team of of people at work. Or, you know what I'm saying, a group of friends, your your close friends. Like, if you're not coming up with a solution to solve a certain problem that's affecting you or people surrounding you, then then you're part of the problem. That's that's my, my take on it. Like, it, it has to be whether, whether you're 10% of the solution, be a part of that. Because if not, you're not helping the situation, which is just increasing the problem in my eyes. But isn't that also a question that's situ like you said, it's situational because some things it can be you, you don't have to be neutral on, but isn't like that's none of my business. Right. That no I'm definitely not a solution or a problem because that's not that don't concern me. Right. I no, I, I agree with that because, um, like I'm saying, like situational. I mean, because there's some things that you're not even a part of that you're brought into, and it's like. I don't want to be in that, so I'm gonna exclude myself from that. But when with ex- right, but with excluding yourself from that, you never know how that situation, depending on how bad it is, what that can lead to, and maybe not all the time, or maybe any other time. But you could have, you could have had a solution that may have helped alleviate the problem. So, so to bring to bring context to the the question, the question stems from. I can't remember the NFL player's name, but there was a particular NFL player. I do remember, but I'm not going to say. There was an NFL player's name, uh, NFL player, former NFL player, and his girlfriend. Uh-huh. There was a domestic situation, right, that happened. And from that domestic situation that got publicized, she got beat up pretty bad, uh-huh. like bad as hell. And from that, there was a not all men movement that started on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's basically saying not all men are like him. Right. Right. And a lot of women are saying not all men is like all lives matter compared to black lives matter. Right. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me finish. Okay. So 
the reason I brought the question is, if you know your man, your 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 boy, your boy, whether it's your man's, your man's like your homie, my nigga, whatever, or your female, your female, and that's your fe- your male friend, your female friend, or your boyfriend has tendencies, right? If you are not trying to rectify or warn that significant other of those issues, are you part of that problem that that person has? Are you sharing that problem? Or are you part of the problem as far as what happens as a result of that? If you're not trying to rectify that, are you part of the salute? Are you part of the problem? Or if you're trying to warn that person, like, hey, I'm not trying to hate on my mans, but... He has tendencies to X, Y, and Z. You might not want to. Now, not, and I'm not trying to say that domestic violence anyway has any triggers and it's acceptable. But if you're warning the person like, hey, I've known him to be on bitches mm-hmm. before. For X, Y, and Z. Then are you part of the problem? If you don't warn her, are you part of the problem? Um... When did we stop? When did men? I shouldn't say we, because I'm a, definitely a woman. When did men stop being so protective of of women, especially black black women? Like when did? Because I feel like I know this is a big topic, and it happens, and this is a topic that happens often. Like we definitely don't feel protected when it comes to y'all. Like we feel like we fight with y'all, we fight for y'all, against y'all. Like we feel like. We're never protected by y'all. Like y'all, I've literally seen plenty of videos where a dude could be doing something crazy to a woman, and a nigga just walk right past. Like ain't got nothing to do with him. Like, yo, I'm getting this dude to drag me by my hair. Oh, <laughs> help me out. So we gonna talk about that as a question because what you just hinted on is a totally different topic that can go on for duration. It probably could be its own podcast. Mm-hmm. So when. Or are you part of the problem or part of the solution? We can jump into any. Well, we can problem, we can right? we can we can delve into any topic. Well, that makes you part of the problem, right? If you literally see me being dragged by my head and you just walking past like shit, ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh. She must like that. Okay, she so so what if so so for that particular scenario that we're talking about, I'm part of the problem because. No, 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 no. What you just said, I'm part of the problem because if I see you getting drugged by a male, now if you getting drugged by your your woman, ain't got shit to do with me because <laughs> I, I feel like y'all estrogen levels are the same. Um, she 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 just may have better genetics, or she just she just in the gym a little more than you. You might want to do a couple push-ups. but no, like all bullshit aside, if I don't, if I see a woman one-on-one getting beat by a singular male, mm-hmm. right? And it's just them. There's no males surrounding. I'm intervening. Whether I'm by myself, whether I'm with a, someone, or whether I'm with another group of males, I'm intervening because I was brought up that you do not put your hands on a female because they are physically... They're physically... <laughs> <laughs> they're physically subordinate to you. Right? right now, I was also told she put her hands on you, beat her ass. If she man enough to put her hands on you, she man enough to take an ass whooping. And I would just you like, know? and I would just like to say, as I've said every week, because I don't know how this topic comes up sometimes. 
the 87 podcast did not promote domestic violence in any type of way. But as as always, protect yourself at all times. At all times. All right. But if I see a woman, period. Right. But if I don't, I'm part of the problem. But to chime in on your question as far as when did black men stop protecting black women? Mm hmm. I think it was a a 10-year period, honestly, for me. Okay. There was a period where... No, it wasn't, <laughs> it, it wasn't even so much of y'all beating our asses. I think a lot of men who weren't secure with themselves felt like the black woman was doing so well for themselves that they good on their own. Like, that, she good. Oh, y'all want equal rights? Y'all want equal? Y'all want equal? Y'all just like us? Like, no, nah, come on now. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I can see that because of the whole Me Too movement and that social media. But no, just within our community. Let's just keep it within us, right? The black woman is the most educated, mm-hmm. right? The, the highest earning between the male, the black male and the black female. Y'all, y'all earn more on, on, on average, mm-hmm. right? Because y'all are more educated, right? But this takes it back to, I think I hinted on the last episode, maybe the episode before, y'all are bred to do shit on y'all own. Oh, yeah. Right? We are bred to do shit for us. Mm-hmm. So if I'm raised that you got to get money for me and you, mm-hmm. and you're raised to get money solely for you and maybe your kids, mm-hmm. that's a totally different mindset. If a black man was brought up like, listen, King, you out for just you. Fuck them girls. Fuck them thoughts. Fuck them white bitches. Because that's a downfall for a lot of dudes, too. <laughs> Especially black kids. You know? Fuck them white bitches. Fuck everything. You are going to prosper solely for you. We'll reach, we probably could reach back and get y'all. Mm-hmm. But because we're bred to, to go back and get y'all, or we bred to... It's, you got to be the provider if you ain't got no money, this and that. So for the guys who are not intellectually sound, how they going to get money? Hustling. They resorting to hustling. What does hustling normally bring you? Big risk. Big risk. Either you in jail or you dead. Mm-hmm. Y'all hustle with something. To, all y'all hustle is legit. Even selling pussy. Nah, I mean, know. I mean, it's some scamming hoes and some drug dealing hoes, yeah. But I'm just saying, city girl. Well, no, nah, they like scammers, right? Okay. I mean, that's. I mean, but I'm just saying. Listen, a, a dollar <laughs> is a dollar. But anyway, that's another topic because I know a couple of y'all don't like scammers. But um, that's what it is. Like, I think a lot of guys are intimidated because y'all are getting, y'all getting off, and they feel like shit. She good on her own. Mm-hmm. Is it a weak mentality? Absolutely, because she's not. Hence the last episode, provider versus partner. Mm-hmm. She gonna be good, bro. If you out here getting your shit too, yeah, you know, she gonna let you step into that role of provider. Because what it really should be like, oh, I want, I want her. I just gotta get my shit together to get her. Right. For real, like nigga, you need to get on your hustle. Whether it's legal or illegal, because I ain't knocking nobody's dollar. As long as the income coming in, it's coming in. Do your thing. You know? But I really think the upbringing is really holding us down. Because y'all are bred to be independent. Mm 
and a father's been getting t- taken out of the house since since the mid to late 80s. Before then, before then, they used to separate families back in, in slavery, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, they intentionally did that. I wonder, I mean, this is, this is, this is also off topic, but I wonder is is that generation the reason why I feel like our generation, I've witnessed a lot of women who are not taking care of their kids. There's a lot of men stepping up and having custody, and there's a lot of women just like Man, I, living willy nilly out here. I, I won't get too personal in my life, but Jesus Christ, I I just know that it's a lot. It's a lot of deadbeat mamas out there yeah, that's not like, doing what the fuck you're supposed from? to do. Like social I, media, y'all. No, it was before social media because I ain't gonna lie, and I'm. I, I've ex- I've known some women who are just dipping off before social media, and that's crazy. It is crazy. So this is my take on it, and I'm not gonna say this is the reason. It's because a lot of men were removed from the household, whether it's be a woman that experienced it or a male. Mm-hmm. A man was removed from the household, so that makes women feel like, well, shit, my daddy didn't do shit, so I ain't got to. Or it makes men feel like, well, shit, my daddy wasn't there. I'm going to do exactly what the fuck he did. I'm never going to make my child feel what I felt. And I know, and this is just. No, no, this is just from experience. And I can't say this is no scientific fact. There's no study. But I feel like women tend to resent that no, no man was around. Men or males tend to feel like I need to fill that void that I that I lack. Yeah. Because men have an attachment to that mother. Definitely. Right? Like I see my mother fucking struggle. I'm never gonna let my my kid see his mother struggle without me, whether it's whether I'm with the mother or not. Like, think, I'm gonna be there. I think men have a heart connection to their mother too. Cause there's there could be there are men who have had experiences where their mother wasn't involved in their life, but then when they grow up yeah. and be men, like, you know, from boys to men, and they still have that attachment. And it's like, you you didn't, I don't, I just don't understand that either. Because, like, you didn't even, how, do you, how are you so attached to that and you don't even know that? Yeah, and I feel a lot of times, um, I can only speak from a male perspective, like, you want your mother's love, you want your father's respect and, and acceptance. Absolutely. Because, you know, a lot of fathers may, you know, I know my dad. Me and my dad have a real close relationship, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't the rah-rah, I love you all the time, lo- I love you all the time type. Mm-hmm. But he would, um, he would let, I, I know, you know, he would let me know in certain ways. He wasn't just always, I love you, son, da, 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 But I know he loved me, right? But all I ever wanted from him, I didn't need to, um, I love you and stuff like that. I just always wanted to earn his respect. I just always wanted to, to know. You don't got to say it, but. Make make me make me feel you know <laughs> like that. Just just let me know. You know what I'm saying. And you know, for a lot of guys, like you know, dads, you know, they they raise you tough. I got to raise you to be a man. I can't be in no soft shit and all that. Love you and you know, blah blah blah. And sometimes some kids need that. Yeah. So you know, it's it's all it's all it's situational. You know what I'm saying. It's all about how you grow up. It's the type of father that you have, and it's also the type of the kid and eventually young man and adult you are. It's, it's all about how you take things it's no different than you know being coached some people can be coached hard you can get on their ass Mm -hmm. 
some you got to be coached on. Now some people need you to be on their ass. And some need to be coddled. I gotta, you know, be a little softer with you because, you know, that's what you are. Not me. I I need to be coached. I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like don't 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 coddle me because I'm gonna fucking run all over you. You gotta, you know, talk crazy to me a little bit to you know keep me right. I'm gonna be me. Honestly, this nigga just me. threw this bottle so crazy. Like, right, I'm gonna be me. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be me because I don't have no resentment towards my father, and I'm not gonna. My father was in my life, but not how I needed him to be in my life, right? Like, but I'm not gonna resent him for that. Like, at the end of the day, everyone has to be their own person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, everyone is not the perfect parent. People don't understand that parents are learning the same way. There's no fucking book that shows you how to be the perfect parent. And it's no telling the trauma that they dealt with as kids that they're to you now. And and hopefully they're trying to shield you away from what they had to deal with. But you never know because it's it's still a work in progress as well. A parent's job is is never done. So I I think I was going to be me regardless because I feel like I have a strong personality mm-hmm. right like whatever i feel i'm gonna act on whatever i do i was gonna do regardless whether my upbringing was right or wrong right like i feel like i can determine what is right or wrong whatever by whatever situation i'm in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. period whatever my moral compass is yeah. not what I, my upbringing was like i could be brought up where bitches ain't shit right but i can find the best in you. And you know what? That may not be right. Mm-hmm. You know? I could be brought up where my upbringing was never to trust the Caucasian race whatsoever. And I found some Caucasian people to be very upstanding individuals. So, you know, it was it's, it's really on you to, and I'm not going to say this because some people have traumatic upbringings where it's just hard to remove what yeah. happened to you. And I, and I and I cannot I cannot sympathize with you more, but it's really it's really on you whether you can heal from that situation or not, and and become your own person and find out what your own person is like who are you really? And that's a task. It is, and and it's it is not a task that has an expiration date. You may not find who the fuck you are till you're fifty sixty years old. Exactly, like, damn, this is really what makes me happy. And you could be on your last few hours on this motherfucker. Headed to that but upper room. I think room. that's what, what really needs to be chasing. Not money, not bitches, not niggas, not a status. Just chase what makes you happy. What makes you happy may be sitting in a dark-ass room watching TikTok videos. What makes you happy may be the current currency. Whether Freedom it's, makes me happy. Whether it's USD, whether it's Euro, whatever. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, money makes me happy, man. <laughs> but is that is that what makes you happy? Like, like truly? Does like, or does it bring you? Yeah. I mean, because a lot of shit brings me happiness. Yeah. yeah. It brings me happiness. It's not. What, but what actually makes you happy? Like makes you happy? Like you can do it without receiving anything in return. Just music or doing stuff for people makes me happy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and there are people. But there are people that will give you money to do it, and you cannot profit from it at all. Yeah. Right. So if y'all want to give us money and donate money to the podcast, we can continue to to get bigger. 
I'm willing to accept that. And, you know, you could get a small um, .001 equity stake in the 87 podcast. You know, you get free T-shirts and unlimited viewing. Yeah, we're not viewing. selling no. We not. We, I, I ain't, this ain't no OnlyFans, bro. You, you out here selling no. I've seen chicks getting Bentleys off OnlyFans. Yo, 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 yo. yo right I'm, now, y'all. <laughs> 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 I can't even go I, I done lost my train of thought. Po- podcast he coming does, to OnlyFans soon. He does not have his titties out. I will not be this calm. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know. I thought she, I thought she was OnlyFans, talking about I'm you. I'm not going to be here. No, I'm talking about you. No. You don't even want titties. I don't have don't titties. Got no titties. <laughs> I'm definitely physically fit. I got pecs. Oh, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. Oh. That bitch bounce. I, <laughs> yeah, I got strong. We got to edit that part, though. <laughs> it's cut, bro. We got to got. We got to anyway, cut that. Anyway. Um. That was safe. I yeah. needed that laugh. You feel me? Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she messed up the whole little situation. No more Casamigos for We Jazz. almost done with another bottle. As always. Man, listen. Y'all got to understand. We be smacking some liquor up here. Facts. So, bringing the podcast to a close. I, I'm posing a question to my, my co-host right now. This is tapping into y'all secular experience. Right. Oh yeah, we always got to end with that, right? You know, because we got to make sure people listen all the way through. The freaks and come out at night, and what, we and what, we what? definitely getting spicy at the end of these podcasts, right? So you got a significant other, or a main thing, or a nigga you fucking, or a bitch you fucking, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they think they putting it down, nah. right? They think you busting all these nuts and whatever they getting off. Mm-hmm. Is it their responsibility? Or your responsibility to tell them what you do and don't like? Or are they supposed to learn you? It's your responsibility, but it's their responsibility to comprehend and keep up. So if I tell you, I like this, I don't like this, or touch this right here, don't touch that right there, pull my hair, choke me, talk to me dirty, and next time we fucking, you ain't doing that? Come on, what? What I need you for? I can do this by myself. Okay, so like it's choking a routine thing. I mean, wait, wait, no, wait, I'm not giving examples. Whatever. Come whatever. on, now. I'm not saying. <laughs> I mean, so it's not neither here nor there. I'm not gonna answer that question. How long? Because you may tell somebody like, listen, I don't like that thumb in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you hit me from the back as a woman. Like you hit me from the back. I don't like that wait, thumb in my ass. No, I said I'm hitting you from Boy, the back. Okay, you, 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 is, you, you is cut <laughs> off from the tequila. <laughs> I, that, I, I clearly you just said, said, you said me from the back. I said, as no. a girl, you okay. hit me from the back. Okay. I'm just waiting my turn. And I'm sticking my thumb, my thumb to in your ass. To answer the question. Okay. Right? And pause. you say I don't like that, right? Uh-huh. Big pause. But I seen a different reaction to your body. Uh-huh. Am I supposed to comprehend what you're saying or what you're, how you're reacting? This is just in general. I mean, I can't say if you like thumb your ass um, or not. I I'm think, not expecting you. No, I'm you saying to, from that conversation, from that yeah. particular question. I'm not saying. Am I reacting experience. to you or I'm reacting to I feel like your body? That's a, if I'm telling you that after the situation, mm-hmm. then we can have a conversation because if you tell me if I say, 
yo, such and such. I don't like when you be doing such and such and such. He you be don't like, like yeah. no thumb in your ass. We're going to keep thumb in okay. your ass. Because okay. there's a lot of like women that don't like thumb in their ass. There's no such thing as such and such. I don't like when you put your thumb in my ass. And then you say, well, your pussy got a little wetter when exactly. I put your thumb in my when I put my thumb in your ass. Then, what exactly don't you like about it? Like, tell me what you don't like. Let's yeah. have a conversation. Cause I'm gonna keep I, I feel your like ass. you like it. Cause I, I mean, exactly. your shit get a little wetter. I need that little extra exactly. little little slime. <laughs> <laughs> little slime. Little slime. Right. Okay. So, in hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why you can't? Anyway, um, so. And hi, so let's go to oral, right? So we're going off oral because a lot of bitches. I got stories. A lot of bitches think. A lot of bitches thinking they giving out fire head, and and they shit is really to get fired from sucking. And they really lackluster, like really. Right. So if I'm telling you exactly what I what I want, Mm -hmm. like how I how I like it, not what you seeing on Pornhub or. I'm gonna give y'all a couple spank, spank bang. Shout out to spank bang, man. Yeah, clutch. XX, XN, XX. Um, X hamster. That's another good one. Yeah, check that out. I visit spank bang for re- for, for research purposes. I'm just saying. I'm I'm trying to throw out a couple free. It's free game out here. But anyway, whether you seeing on all these porn sites, what they are doing. What they're doing is what you see, not what they're feeling. Yeah, like, cause are are you putting too much teeth in your shit? Mm. Are you actually sucking dick, or are you mouthing it? Are you putting enough fucking lubricant on the penis when you're doing it? Dry mouth ass. And on the flip side, for males, right? Are you eating pussy? Oh my god! Are you licking that milk? Are you, that you licking it? Are you sucking the clit? You want a hot ass mouth? Are you like like are you are you <laughs> paying? Hey, but but are you paying attention? Like, and if she tells you, "Ooh, right there, don't stop," are you well, literally staying at the same position? No, Come on, boy, let me hear you. So listen, right? So let's say, you know, you dealing with a um. This is hypothetical. Let's say you dealing with a chick that's a little on the um hefty side let's say let's say let's say you know you dealing with a bbw you feel me and you eating the bbw pussy you know what i'm saying and you know your breed you're a little older your breathing ain't like it was when you was 22 23 you could eat pussy for a long time now you're breathing a little different and baby girl you know she a little chunky right now you know what i'm saying quarantine and caught up to her she got an extra 30 on her so you eating that pussy and you can't breathe and she want to pull your face in now bitch i'm supposed to die because, because yes, you, nigga <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I yeah. do or don't, but I, if I want to die, I'm I'm gonna die and some pussy. I'm gonna die. <laughs> you gonna die? On your if shield. I could choose how I lead this motherfucker, give me some pussy. Okay. Whether yeah. it's face, whether it's riding, I do not wanna die. let me die and some pussy. I mean, I mean, you might want to die on some dick. It ain't gonna be the worst thing you die from. It is what it is. Facts. But go ahead, water. Yeah, I mean, um, I've I've had some bold head in my in my younger days, in my first getting head days. I've had some teeth. I've had some no, but that was me. Um, but <laughs> but here's the question: Is it their responsibility or yours to know what they do and don't? 
it's if I continue to let it happen, it's my responsibility. But if I'm just playing along with it and ooh, I'm moaning and shit like that, letting this goofy ass bra think she's doing something when she fucking gnawing on my dick like a Slim Jim, then it's, you know what I'm saying? It's your responsibility. Uh, so, all you women out here, and I know it's more women than men that's faking orgasms. Facts. I am not faking. We need y'all to stop. You ain't never faked orgasms. Because y'all are literally. Y'all are literally stroking a lot of these niggas' egos. They're thinking they putting down strong-ass pipe, and then they going to the next bitch, and she like, nigga, what are you doing? Who are you doing this to? But also, but, but also do understand that every woman is different. Like, yeah, she might have liked that. That might have been, she might have been, ooh, nah, she might not have been faking. That's some shit that she like. I we don't fake, like that shit. We fake it too, though. We, I know, you know, y'all do that little scoot shit. That shit ain't always cold. You know that little scoot shit when you riding the dick and you, you know, your leg, you know, you can't bounce no more because your shit a little bad. You got that arthritis on your knees, so you just start scooching a little bit uh-huh. on the oh, I tap you on the side. I said, baby, oh, come okay, on. Okay, it's your, it's okay, your turn, okay. Baby. So wait, wait, wait. We talking about the scoot now. So I thought the scoot was when they couldn't take the dick no more. And they be scooting up like that shit be hurting. No, that's uh-uh. just my, my knees tired, baby. No, I'm talking about that. Not when you riding. That's, I'm talking about you may be getting hit from the back oh, or missionary. Same talking about thing. Like they scoot too. Like, oh, you talking about riding? Oh, you talking about when they be like, like click and they be riding on? Yeah, them? cause you know. No, I really be thinking. No, I thought yeah, like a lot of girls be getting off on that shit. Like they. They get off on the click. They get off on the click stimulation. Some do, but some. It's like click stimulation and penetration at the same time. Some do, but some that talk that shit, especially now. These chicks think they got Meg the stallion knees, and the bitch bounce four times, and then she she scooching. Like no, bitch, get back up on them feet and bounce on some dick. Don't don't scoot on me. I ain't gonna lie because on the flip side, if you can't hold hold that position, y'all be expecting us to hold that position when it's right there. Don't stop. Thighs burning don't like move, a motherfucker. Nigga, thighs, hamstring, <laughs> groin, sore as fuck. But y'all can't sit in that. And and that arch ain't perfect for everybody. Yeah, some of them arches. I seen some of them y'all silhouette challenges. Y'all can't hold challenges. that arch, nigga. So, I'm some, just saying. It's Me Too movement. Facts. Okay. Yeah. Me Too. It's, it's, it's your responsibility. Fake. Stop, ladies, stop faking. And I like I said, I never faked before. There are there has been a time I've been told when a nigga was like, "Oh yeah, you like that? I heard you moan." I'm like, "No, that was not a moan. You wasn't listening, nigga. I said that hurt. I said stop doing that." <laughs> I'm was, like, "Oh, was that a, was not a moan." Was it in a moaning way? <laughs> I mean, it might have been. I don't know how I sound. I'm just saying. I mean, because earlier y'all told me I was sounding sexy and I really was just tired. But you had some T-bars in your voice. He definitely. I like did. T-bars voice. That's I know. Yeah, yeah, we, we, right, right, right there. That's like not T-Bos. sexy. That's like, just that's like just a, that's a transition. I like T-bars voice. I like her voice. <laughs> I know. You tried to but use it right there, nigga. We ain't say sexy, but we ain't say you were sexy. Let's say you what, said your what, se- sexy what, voice. Yeah, sexy, sexy voice. voice. That's yeah. not my sexy yeah. voice. You ain't say we looking at you. You cool. Yeah, you know. You know, right I, I keep real G around here. You keep <laughs> real G. My nigga. But, um, yes, ladies. Let these niggas, well, I mean, guys too, but let these niggas know that you're not having a good time. Thanks. Cause he is coming up here with this crazy, with this whack ass, uh, <laughs> boom, 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 and I'm not enjoying time, it. Not a long time. Right. Okay. And we, and we gonna let y'all know when that scooch ain't talking about shit. When that because if you bad, ain't getting off, you're playing yourself. And if, right. and if you ain't coming with that gawk gawk double hand three thousand, you got to go. And, and you gotta. And, and, you, ain't, you ain't never tried it, then don't try to. T- it's not oh, easy. I'm never gonna try it. That's for females. It's not easy. It's hard work right there. That uh, shit hurts. Y'all think 
nibbling on that little bitty ass. I know. I don't know. Nervous system that y'all have in y'all pants is easy. I don't know. Nigga tongue be fatigued in a bitch. You You hear me? Fifteen. Eat my pussy for an hour, bitch. I gotta breathe. I'm hungry. Shit. Right, listen, nigga, nigga, my battery ain't door sale, goddamn it. Shit, nigga, I don't, I don't, I don't have fifteen scientists behind me, goddamn it. It's just me on this bitch. Okay, I'm getting older. Foreplay about twelve. Exactly, I drink all water. My motherfucking mouth, my motherfucking mouth dry as shit. Right, you better get a sixty nine so we can both get this shit popping. Nah, I posted that too. Sixty nine, they be lacking in that area. Cause if that shit too good, nigga, they just be mouthing some shit. I, I, just I'd be, been on, I'd and, been and, on and then and then they forget to go up and down. They just right. be in one position for a second, like they on pause. Like, like oh, right bitch, there. you gotta grab hey, their head. Like, they, what the then fuck? you done had the sixty nine when she just holding your dick on her lip like a cigarette, like a cigarette and shit while right, you eat the pussy. Like, damn, right. smoke this motherfucker. Stop with something. Puff pool, push right, something, yeah, bitch. Yeah. They getting cold. Get your life. Get your life. Get. Yes, man. Dick balls beat like the damn. You gonna grab the motherfuckers, right. massage them? That's the, you gotta stop. My motherfucking balls feel like two ice cubes down the, here. The, bitch. the spit and dried up, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Treat my shit like treat my shit like a. Now I gotta spit on my own shit to put it in. Now, bitch, like what the fuck going on? Yeah, get your life. Get it together. I'm playing. Stop for a while and let her have her turn. Her six or nine. Okay, so one one more because we approaching the end of the podcast. It's squirt pee. Yes or no? Or it's definitely pee, y'all. It smell like pee. It's definitely pee. It might be a little lighter than pee, but it's pee. Tony, yo. Um, come on, water and glasses. Yes or no? Right now. Stop, stop thinking about a lot of shit. Yes or yes, no? Yes, but I ain't never smelled like pee when I done dealt with squirt. You don't know. I had a big-ass nose, so I would have smelled it. No, I mean, I done got caught up. Hey, man, we ain't going to talk about like that. Listen. Come out, but I actually examined it. The fuck? You put it in a tube? What is you? I smelled You wild. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, listen. That's that's not that. That is not wild. Squirt is pissed because the exact same thing happened to me. And I did investigate. Exactly. Listen, that is pissed. I'm, I don't want to hear. Listen. Listen. Listen here. Listen. And in the, in the heat of the moment, I ain't going to say shit. But I'm going to tell you afterwards. Like, listen, bitch, don't piss on me no more. All right? It ain't my fault. I mean, those of us who can do it. I'm going to say there are pelvic exercises you can do. Work on, oh, yeah. just work on like your pelvic thrusts. Just like men can do semen retention. Mm. They call that shit it is edging. a thing. Yeah, there's a thing. Yeah. You can exercise your pelvic muscles all day long, and, and, and you can stop that shit. Yep. Okay? Quit peeing on people. Uh, listen here. Uh, listen, I'm, listen, that's what I'm about to hint at. I don't mind it as long as it's not in my fucking face. Facts. I'm gonna feel like Cat Williams. You pee on me? Bitch, <laughs> 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 you, you pee on me? Ah, a pimp in distress. Goddamn it, man! Down. But this is another episode of the Avery Seven Podcast, man. Like this was a great episode, y'all. This was a. Uh, if it's a little up and down, we're trying to learn some new audio equipment. We invested in. So bear with us, like I say, every podcast. We're gonna get to a, 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 a standard where it's nice and equal. So so bear with us. I'm gonna say this. I didn't bet on any parlay today, so that's me why FanDuel been fucking me. Been fucking me, bro. The only thing that's keeping me alive is baccalaureate right now. And if you know, you fucking know. Oh, shout out my little cousin today. It was her birthday. She turned sixteen today. Shout out to Denia Page. Oh, shout out my net 
Shout out my nephew. He uh, I ain't gonna say how old he is because he an old nigga now. He an old nigga. Now. Happy B day. Happy B day. Shout out to everybody birthday this weekend. My mom's birthday Monday. Shout out to OG. Salute, Happy mama. Birthday. Happy birthday, mama. I love you. Um, shout out to everybody birthday that's coming up, man. Listen, that weather breaking, y'all in Michigan. It's about to get ugly. It's about to get nasty. Listen, listen. We outside. We outside. Listen, still wear your mask because everybody ain't fucking. <laughs> everybody ain't vaccinated. Everybody ain't masks. washing their hands. Everybody ain't wear. Listen. Everybody's not wearing these masks. They then went down to Atlanta and see how it is. Think they're gonna bring that shit back to Detroit. We still hot up here. Facts. You hear me? It's still thousands a day. Facts. Big Gretch opening up because she got to. Not because she wants to. All right. Wear y'all masks. Stay safe. Enjoy yourself though, man. We only live once. Happy Get out here. Man. Enjoy enjoy this nice weather we having. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We out. <laughs>